It's a dirty word, bankruptcy. If you've done it, you don't like to talk about it. If you've never done it, you might look with contempt on those who have. But I'm about to tell you why bankruptcy is more important to those of you who are financially strong than for anyone else. And for a reason you'll never, ever guess. Get ready for a perspective on bankruptcy you've never heard before. I am Brian Ellis. This is episode 129. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for brilliant, discerning, self-directed investors like you. Apologies once again for the raspy voice. The respiratory challenge is really taking it out of me, folks, but thank you for being here and putting up with this less than optimal sound. I'd like to begin with an interesting announcement from the IRS. Apparently, they will no longer accept checks for tax payments in excess of $99,999,999. That's right. For those of you who might have to write a check of $100 million or more, you're going to have to submit multiple checks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Gee whiz. So today we talk about bankruptcy. You may think this is wholly unrelated to being a self-directed investor, but nothing could be further from the truth. As you're about to see, the rules surrounding bankruptcy line up perfectly with core value number one of self-directed investors, that you must respect your own capital. Here's how. Bankruptcy is kind of a dirty word to many, and it's viewed as something to be avoided at virtually any cost. And you know what? I basically agree with that. I've never declared bankruptcy, and I never expect to do so. You probably won't either. But I want you to understand why bankruptcy is a gold standard of preparation where the safety of your assets are concerned, even though you, God willing, will never have to go that route. So here's how bankruptcy works. A person, let's call him Joe, experiences financial trouble. Let's just imagine that Joe isn't a financial deadbeat whatsoever. He's a reliable guy, but he was in a car accident and he was sued for a huge amount of money and he lost. So Joe now has a problem. He has creditors and those creditors want to take his stuff because he owes them money. Joe can no longer stand the hounding he's receiving and so he hires a lawyer to declare bankruptcy on his behalf. The process works like this. Joe declares his assets and his liabilities for all the world to see. Joe's creditors make their claims about how much of Joe's assets belong to them. And here's the thing. Joe must cooperate. In fact, the entire authority of the federal government comes to bear against him. He has to disclose everything, his assets, his liabilities, everything. Failure to do so means that Joe's broken the law, and in that case, the issue isn't just payment of debt, it becomes jail time. So basically, every bit of financial information about Joe is rather easily available to the creditors and to the court. Everything is in the open. So Joe's creditors dig in, they ask every question they can, and at some point the judge determines which creditors get which assets, and Joe is basically left without any financial assets at the end. He may or may not get to keep his home depending on where he lives, but basically all of Joe's assets must be liquidated in order for him to gain the one huge benefit available through bankruptcy, and that is that once the process is over, Joe is no longer liable to any of those creditors. They're all gone. They can't hound him anymore. He's out from under their weight. He may be penniless, but he's free. He can start over. But here's a crazy question, folks. What if it was possible for Joe to have structured his assets in such a way that even though he declared bankruptcy, that he never lost any assets? Like, imagine this. Imagine that before his BK, Joe lived in a great house. And after the BK, Joe lived in the same great house. Or imagine that before the BK, Joe had two or three great cars, some large bank accounts, including a sizable retirement account, and other valuable toys like boats and a vacation home. And after that BK, Joe still has all that stuff and could use it any way he wants. Well, how could that happen, you ask? 
because wasn't Joe forced under the force of law to disclose every single asset he owned and to liquidate all of those things in order to be protected from his creditors? So why did Joe seem not to lose anything at all? It's because Joe didn't actually own any of that stuff to begin with. He was smart ahead of time. More specifically, Joe's attorney was smart. His attorney designed a plan in advance such that in the event Joe ever had to face an intense financial inquisition like bankruptcy or tax audit, Joe could honestly and legally disclose his ownership of assets as being nothing. Zero zilch nada. Even though he clearly has a wonderful lifestyle both before and after the BK proceeding. And if Joe owns nothing, it's tough to take anything from him. Well, how did Joe accomplish that feat of financial and legal wizardry? Well, there are a number of approaches to doing it, but one of the most common and legally proven approaches is to use a well-structured trust of some sort, which holds those assets for the benefit of Joe and his family. I'm not going to get into the legal minutia of trust because I'm not a lawyer, and that's a profoundly complicated area. If you're looking for a referral to a lawyer who is extraordinary at this stuff, and in whom I have profound confidence, feel free to email me at feedback at sdiradio.com and I'll hook you up. The point I do want to make, and which is overwhelmingly relevant for you, is that you, as an affluent individual, are a financial target. If a beer-swilling hourly laborer whose entire portfolio consists of the $258 in his checking account, well, if that guy is in a car wreck, there's not going to be a lot of ramifications. Why? There's no value in it. Even if he's sued and he loses, there's nothing for anybody to win from him. But you, you're different. You may not see yourself as wealthy, I don't know, and maybe you're not rolling in an extra 20 or $30 million, but... The truth is that the average listener to this show is certainly affluent, with well above average financial assets, and even though you may not feel wealthy, you do have assets, assets that are at risk unless you protect them. And again, I submit to you that the gold standard of protection of your assets is this. If you could go through bankruptcy and come out on the other side without having lost access to any of the assets you've accumulated, then in that case, you're well protected, and you're truly showing respect for the assets with which you've been blessed. And the way to do that is to get with a competent attorney and have them prepare you for that possibility specifically. Tell them, look, I want it to be the case that if I ever have to declare bankruptcy, these assets won't be at risk. They won't be taken away. How can I do that? And if you have an attorney that can handle that for you, great. If not, if you want a referral, write me at feedback at sdiradio.com and I'll hook you up. But remember this, my friends. Rule number one for wise, self-directed investors is to always respect your own capital. Most of the time, we talk about that in the context of choosing investments that are wise and low risk. But today's perspective, that of showing respect for your capital by structuring it in ways to protect it from financial predators, well, that perspective is just as relevant, just as valuable, and more important now than it's ever been. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.